0: back. What is up, guys? Welcome to the very first episode of Burnt Denim, the podcast where we spread knowledge and still passion and generate conversation. Once again, I'm Nick.
1: And I'm Max. And, and we, are, your we hosts. are so glad to be here. We are your hosts. And we put up a t- teaser trailer a couple weeks ago. Um, and we weren't, as we posted on our Instagram, hopefully you follow, um, we weren't able to actually record the week after because Nick had to get a covid test i was
0: in contact with someone it's a, contact. it's a long story
1: long, long story, story. I,
0: i'm negative negative
1: Negative. so he's negative. negative so that is why we are here now i had to take a week off but we're here safe and we are ready to bring you some content and again for those of you who did miss the teaser trailer check it out on spotify apple Podcasts, whatever platform you like but we actually have four main segments to this podcast And before we get started with the first one, we have something special for you. Yeah, we have
0: a mini segment that we just wanted to add in. Before we even get into that, like before that, how are you
1: feeling? Dude, I am feeling really excited. I've I've been a little nervous because this is the first main episode. This is the, you know, it's not a teaser trailer. It's our first full length episode. So I've been a little nervous, but mostly excited. I've been, you know, thinking about it and I'm ready to go. What about you?
0: Yeah. excited. Nervous, focused, but here we are. Here we are. We started. There's no going back, so we're jumping into it. So that mini segment that we're starting off with uh, that'll become a regular eventually is explain that fit. We're basically, we're going to go back and forth um, through the outfit that we're currently wearing, explaining what it is, if there's any significance, any story behind it, anything like that. So do you want to start us off? You want to explain that fit?
1: I do. I want to explain my fit. So my fit today, you know, I wanted to go with a nice little casual fit, but also has some nice pieces to it. So, starting at the top, I got the Zara Beanie. Zara Beanie? Got in San Francisco. Zara Beanie, you know. Very cheap. Very nice. Fisherman's Fisherman's Beanie. Quality. Then I got, you know, my favorite t-shirt of all time, personally. I'm going to get into it later, but the Fear of God Fog Metallica Collection One Banty Fire. Then, you know, I'm wearing some Fear of God Six Collection jeans. Subtle but, but I got them on sale, so I'm not, you know, cr- paying these crazy amounts of money. Gotcha. But the Fear God 6 collection jeans, and then on the feet, on the feet, <laughs> the camera, I got, <sighs> on the feet, I got the Yeezy slides uh, that were actually a, a birthday gift from my dear friends, Elijah and Tyler. So shout out to them. And... I didn't get anything on my birthday. We're going to have anyway, to hit them up about that. Anyway, anyway, so that's my fit for the day. Very nice, very casual. Nick, what do you got?
0: So no beanie. No, no hat, beanie. nothing just, just a fresh cut fre- fresh cut um shout out to cash
1: <laughs> shout out um
0: t-shirt i uh, have the donda
1: west Come on now. t-shirt
0: um Come on. robert kardashian on the back rip both of them RIP it was donda's birthday the other it day it was so it was her birthday last week shout out shout out donda shout out, shout donda. out easy um birthday party yeah uh, i just have some plain black pants on um i want to say they're from like h m or yeah. something like that like cheap black pants that's what's For my shoes i have cheaper alternative to the to the easy slides come the, uh, on those the might be better crocs
1: those may actually be the fuzzy be better. crocs i got True. them in
0: like ross or something like that
1: hey shout out to ross marshall's all those places you can find Slapped crazy on. good deals but yes yeah, sweet so that's explain the fit we hope you enjoyed that it's just kind of fun so you guys can get an idea of what we like to wear who we um, are. Who we are. What our fashion sense is. And yeah. So now...
0: So you can roast us on Instagram. You too. can you can't roast <laughs> us on Instagram.
1: But now, let's hop into the first main segment of the pod, which is called Behind the Brand. And uh, what Behind the Brand is, is we're going to give you a brief history of your favorite brands. So we're going to go through different brands each week. Uh, You may have always wanted to know about a certain brand, whether it's Nike or Fear of God or, you know, these brands that you hear about or that you enjoy, but you actually haven't been able to spend the time researching, knowing the history, knowing the importance behind them, the significance of them, how they've contributed to fashion. So that's what we're going to be doing each week. But for this week, we thought, what what better brand to start off with than our very own Burnt Denim. Burnt Denim. And you may have been wondering the name burnt denim sounds so weird. Like where does that come from? very abstract. What does that mean? And so for this segment this week, we're going to be going behind what burnt denim is behind Nick and I's relationship, how we got interested in fashion. We hope you really enjoy it. It's rather than a brand history of a famous, you know, well-known brand. We kind of just want you guys to know us. Um, so that you can enjoy the rest of the podcast
0: yes good foundation yeah good foundation off.
1: yeah so do you want to fill them in on how we met Nick
0: yeah so we met I want to say around five six years ago yeah, through I Capital School. Christian Center Um we both started going to the youth group there local youth that's still there um so we both knew each other from going mm-hmm. to small groups, being in the same like youth group around like similar social circles. Yeah. But it was really at the summer camp that they put on Collide. Mm-hmm. Um, if you know, you know.
1: If you know, you know, you, know baby. That's the real. <laughs> Come you know, on. You know.
0: um, Collide. We ended up both going to the summer camp and being put into the same uh, connection group. Yeah. So basically through that, like we got to know each other more, Um, like hung out, like deepened our friendship there. Mm-hmm. What was interesting though is it wasn't even centered around fashion. Yeah. It you wasn't. Know? It wasn't. Um, so it's cool because fast forward a couple of years, you know, we both kind of not not like separate, but kind of develop right. our own fashion senses individually Yeah. and then kind of come like full circle it again with another like common ground yeah. interest. Um, so do you want to get into like the actual name Burnt yeah. Denim and kind of like how that came about?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, as Nick said, uh, it was just kind of cool. I just remember like us being in connection groups at Collide. Also, if you know, you know. Come on, connection Come group on. somebody. Um, but yeah, like he said, it was just really cool that we we kind of developed as friends through that, through you know our spiritual foundation and through going to Collide, but then we developed our own our own fashion senses. And then, and then, burnt denim happened. What is burnt denim, you're asking? A star is born. A star is born. So our dear friends, Blake and Kelly Vandermark, started a brand called Church. We hope you know. We hope you know what it is. Check it out. Church. C-H-R-C-H. Church. Because it's not about you. Because it's not about you, people. It's really not. And so so they started their own uh, brand, and we would always be over at their house and when when they were planning and stuff. Mm-hmm. And we know we're just kind of flies on the wall just sitting and watching them plan and stuff. And then uh, they're coming up with ideas. And Nick and I said, we have an idea.
0: We have an idea well first off we were like we're gonna start our own brand. We we're gonna start our you own know brand. and we're gonna call it
1: uh as a, as a joke but as a, also real yeah nick,
0: max. max. so a combination nick and max together and max. um our own brand that we're doing so then through that we started coming up with a whole bunch of different like yeah. ideas of cool things that haven't been done yeah that they could do yeah so one of the ideas that we had was like snapback beanies and i think
1: um urban outfitters or forever 21 or someone copied our idea
0: yeah i remember seeing one i was kind of sad seeing, i was like
1: but I was, I was fed up. I was like, someone hacked into our computer and stole our audio from our so conversations.
0: at that time, <laughs> that's when fear of God, I want to say was kind of like, at least for me, was growing, no, was, you know, and then really it big. was kind of like the, it's that big aesthetic it wasn't was like big. at its peak, you know what I mean? Yeah. No. To where everyone was wearing like distress denim,
1: distressed denim, zipper denim, of...
0: all that. So, um, yeah, distressed denim was like one of the big things, mm-hmm. um, Shout out Paul, actually. Shout out Because that was Paul one of the channels that we both like ended up watching separately. Paul Locus Paul, and Wild Locus Honey. Locus
1: and Wild Honey, Paul Fuentebella is the man. The yeah. Man, the watching
0: the um the uh cheaper alternatives yes, and things like that. The cheap alternatives. because um, we're broke boys. But anyways. So we kind of kind of grew uh learning in that and then yeah, distressed denim was one of the biggest things. And everyone would uh do customs on how to rip their denim or yeah. fray it naturally. And one of the ideas that we have What if we actually burned
1: denim? Denim. And I looked it up and, you know, there had been like some stock photos of burned denim and stuff. But nobody really was burning denim. They did it for real. Nobody did it for real. And, you know, a funny story actually. I actually – Nick asked me to distress a pair of his jeans. Cause he thought I was really good at it when he was babysitting the man of our kids and he came over, sorry, this is just a tangent, but he I came over and I had like my cheese grater cause that was a way that i did it before and it worked really well. And then I absolutely just shredded this man's jeans <laughs> beyond use. But anyway, um, yeah, so we said burnt denim and we were like shocked that we had come up with that idea. We we're yeah. like, wow, we it's groundbreaking, are geniuses. Really. And the response that we get from specifically Kelly, Nick, what was it?
0: She just absolutely crushed any She's single crushed hope, any hope dream. that we had, that we could possibly have. She was like No, torn. burnt
1: denim. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Nobody would buy that. She didn't I realize. hate you. <laughs> we weren't. And I was like, okay, woo, we were just throwing out ideas. We weren't literally asking them. to help you. We weren't asking them to go out, burn some denim, and sell it. We were just throwing out ideas, and there was some harsh feedback. There was some really harsh feedback. And But, fast forward, you know three four years from that idea yeah fast forward
0: even that our fashion sense kind of like we i i think we've become more of like transition from like casual like oh it's kind of like it's
1: kind of cool cool, like it's a
0: hobby and then we got like really interested to where it's like Mm -hmm. a thing that we're into like a subculture i'd say we're a part of so even like we've we've grown deeper in our interest in fashion and for you like do you remember if there's like a like even before we move forward, is there like a defining moment where you yeah. were like, this is something I want to get into or like this yeah. is like sparked an interest or a passion or something like that?
1: Yeah, definitely. I I think that the defining moment for me was probably end of my freshman year. I think it was around then. And um, when Blake was still a youth pastor at Capitol, I would go into his office. And I went into his office one day and he had a ton of the same t-shirts. I was like, you good, bro? Like, what's up with all the, all this t-shirt? You know, and
0: like cartoons, are they all? And
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's like, the same thing. I was like, bro, what's up? Why do you have all the same t-shirt? And he said, oh, this is a brand called Fear of God, Fog. And it was the Metallica t. It's actually this one that I'm wearing. And he had a ton of them. And he said, I bought them for 50 bucks. And I can flip them, sell them for 100 bucks. Easy. I said, no way. Who would pay 50 bucks for a t-shirt let alone a hundred bucks like who would pay that much for a t-shirt he's like no dude it's seriously a whole thing and you know before I had been into you know you see a cool pair of shoes like when you're a kid or you see some cool piece of clothing you're like cool but I wasn't really into the the actual fashion and I went home and I researched about you know fear of God fog I got into I really got into fashion from there and I remember um, some of my friends Lonnie one of my friends, he actually went out and waited for my first and and got me a, a Fear God shirt and that was my first piece and then um, I'd, I'd say like two years later I actually ended up buying the shirt because it was such an important shirt to me and it's such kind of the beginning of my fashion journey, the beginning of where I really got into fashion. So I'd say that defining moment would be when I found out you know, that Blake was selling these shirts and, and it caused me to go do some research on my own because I was interested into why people would buy that. Um, and, and so, yeah, that was really a, a defining moment for me. And like I was saying, with the burnt denim idea, you know, that we proposed to Kelly. Yeah. Fast forward, you know, what, three years or so? Three, three, something three, like three, that. Three, three yeah. years. And we're turning burnt denim into a reality, Come Kelly. on. A Listen phoenix, rises, a from phoenix rises from the Come back. ashes.
0: phoenix rises from the ashes. Setback is a setup for a comeback. Come on. Here we are. Come on, burnt denim, better, better than ever. What you thought would destroy us and end us, yeah, is becoming our strength.
1: And it, and it's and it's funny too because uh, that idea of burnt denim was literally just for a pair of denim that was burnt, but now it's growing into something that's even cooler. This this dream that we've had to share with people our passion, because I really didn't think of doing a podcast. Like, had, had you thought of doing one? No,
0: I don't think it was ever so much like I want like a platform to teach other people or anything mm-hmm. like that or because i'm one of those people that it's like if you don't have anything to say like don't try to get a platform don't to say something mm-hmm. so i think for us in the reason why we want to do burnt denim is because i don't know about you but in research for me like i found out like learning about this stuff is like hard
1: yeah and it it's is. like complicated it's work
0: and other a lot of other people have like different opinions or like yeah. people just don't know about like certain things um and it's very kind of like Elitist, I guess you would say, to where it's like, if you're not already in it, it's hard to get in it. Mm -hmm. And for us, like, for me, at least to be honest, like I wasn't like, grow, grow, growed up. How would you say? I didn't, I didn't grow grow up up. in the fashion industry. Right. um, Just because I never had access to things like that. So, when I finally did become like somewhat interested and I did want to like commit and jump into it and learn more, it's like a, it's like a bubble that you're trying to like force yourself into. It's like very, very hard. So the reason that we want to do it is kind of one, grow ourselves in knowledge, Mm -hmm. but also kind of spread that knowledge to you guys, you know, hopefully instill some of that passion to you guys. And to even just have some of the conversations that, you know, we have in our friend group, you know, so hopefully broaden that circle and, make it a little more inclusive for other people, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, I think, um, you know, you hear in like, in business and in economics and, and uh, that barrier to entry in a market, and mm. it's almost like there's a barrier to entry into getting into fashion. And like, what I mean by that is like what Nick said, like, if you're not in it, you have to, you know, have this certain knowledge to be in it. And not that's not to say you can't just follow on Instagram and, you know, like pictures and see cool outfits, that's easy to do. But when you really want to know about the brands, when you really want to know the backstory, when you really want to know why people are charging these prices, when you really want to have a true understanding of fashion, of streetwear, of sneakers, of whatever it is. Like the whole
0: industry. It's it's overwhelming. The whole industry.
1: It's overwhelming to just try to come in with no knowledge. And so we're hoping that Burnt Denim uh, allows you to kind of get these easily digestible, you know, podcasts that can help you. Like we are totally not at all elitist in the sense of you should know this or you're dumb if you don't know this. No, like we
0: ask a question. We're not going to like roast you. We're not going to roast you. Because know? we were those people.
1: We you were know? those same people. So we understand what it's like. And so we want to create this for someone who may know, you know, a lot already and who's where we're at or someone who doesn't know anything. We really want this to to teach you. And, and it's cool that burnt denim grew from, yeah, like I said, just like a pair of jeans that we had an idea to now. It's something way bigger, uh, a podcast, a community that we're hoping to build. So yeah. that's super cool too. And yeah. um, and yeah. So all that to say, even if
0: you have like something that you're passionate about or if you have a dream that you're trying to pursue and other people do- – I know Kelly like seriously wasn't like trying to like yeah, emotionally scar us no, or anything. Yeah. But if you have something that you're interested in or a goal you want to reach and someone shoots it down and people kind of uh, – um. Just roast you or tear you tear no. you down basically for it. Like keep pursuing it, keep you know. Pursuing, like keep seriously. chasing after your dreams. Uh, give it a shot because I mean that's what we're doing. Like so we're we doing don't know, it. we don't know how to do any of this. We don't know. We're learning. As we, as we go, go.
1: and it's um, it's really cool. It's fun,
0: you know. It's fun. So here um, we are,
1: and here yeah. we are, and so, so yeah, you're going to as as we release podcasts, um, you're going to learn more about who Nick and I are um and about all these brands you love but we kind of just wanted to start off with uh just kind of giving you why is it called burnt denim um and kind of who we are how we met you know through the church and then how we've we've just grown together in our in our love for fashion and and here we are
0: yeah so hopefully you'll you'll grow with us and see us develop as we yeah. kind of like get better at what we're doing yeah um so yeah that's that for brand history behind brand burnt history denim if you have another, i mean dm us or ask us or anything yeah
1: yeah on no, our instagram you you can always feel free to uh, our instagram again is at burnt denim um and you can feel free to dm us message us with brands you want to hear about because we're going to put ones we want to hear about but yeah know, we'd always want you know, we're willing to do the research because we really care about informing you um and so you know the, we don't just want to sloppily put this together we want we want to be well researched and So yeah, so that's it for Behind the Brand, the first segment. We want to be
0: respectful of your time, so we'll kind of keep moving as we go. The next segment is one of our favorites that we've talked about. Yeah, I'm really excited about this one. I think this this is going to be the highlight of every podcast, but let's just start. This next segment is called Is It Justified? It's where me and Max both present opposing sides of a controversial argument, Uh, discuss it, break down both sides, uh, and let you decide on your own Uh, what's right it doesn't necessarily reveal our true opinion yeah Uh, it's just a conversation that we've had to ask ourselves or questions Mm -hmm. that we've had Um, yeah it's like developing
1: yeah it's like like a debate like in high school if they had like a debate team it's like the person debating uh, one of us we may agree with the other person's view we're not going to actually reveal what our true view is um but we're just going to provide either side whether we actually personally agree with it or not it's almost like a you know, like one of those debates where you're given the, the positive or, you know, the contrapositive. Yeah, differ, so. we're,
0: we're just generating the conversation, putting it forward yep. and including you guys into it. Um, So this one is mm. a big good one. one. Uh, we wanted to start off with something good. So the first question that we are talking about is, is it justified mm. to buy a hundred dollar T-shirt? So, I'm going to take the side of, yes, it is justified to buy a $100 t-shirt that you can spend. It is worth it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and you're going to take the opposing side. Yep, I am. So, how do you want to start? Do you want me to go first?
1: Yeah, you start off, and, and then I will, I will say why you shouldn't, and then we can kind of do little counter-arguments to what we've said and just kind of flow it out. Yeah. So, you started off. Why, why do you think Nick... That it is justified to buy a one hundred dollar t shirt. Yeah, so I think there's a couple reasons. Um,
0: one reason is the story behind it. I feel mm-hmm. like that's kind of why we why we buy anything. You know, it's kind of has some sort of emotional significance for us. Mm-hmm. Um, like the value of something is kind of determined by the the meaning um, that it has. Yeah. So you know, if it's like some some sort of like emotional thing to where like is nostalgic or something like that. Like I, I, uh, we've talked about it on the teaser trailer. I run like an online vintage store yeah. and people will pay like hundreds of dollars for a vintage t-shirt as long as it's like emotional for them, you know? Mm. So it's kind of that thing of like, I want, I want it because it brings back good memories for me. Mm. Um, you know, it like makes me happy in a way, you know, and it's yeah. not about like material things making you happy, but it's about, this is special and is emotionally significant for me. Um,
1: like a story. Like, or yeah, something. like
0: the story behind it, you know, yeah. like paying, mm. like it's other conversations, but like paying, like, why, why do we love Nike or Jordan brand so much? Because, right. you know, we associated uh, the story of greatness of Michael Jordan and the success of Nike with those products. Mm. So that's why we're willing to pay so much for that. So we'll translate that to a shirt, whether it's like a fear of God shirt or so- something like that, like it's you support the creator the brand behind it yeah. the story that goes along okay. with it so you kind of want to you know support that and be a part of it yeah. um, Another reason is kind of like the natural business end of things like supply and demand a yeah. lot of the shirts appreciate over time uh, and the the value won't decrease so you can spend a hundred dollars on a shirt who knows, maybe two, three years in the future, it's worth 200. You know, you actually made money, like even, even if you wore it. Yeah, it's like an investment, like mm. an actual investment piece. It doesn't lose value when you wear it or it's like limited and so many people want it. You know, it's worth it to spend $100 just based off the the product and natural like business supply and demand of everything. Yeah. Um, the third reason, which I think is kind of like the biggest reason, in my opinion, is uh, the whole like dollar per wear thing. Have mm. you heard of that?
1: Yeah, I've heard a little bit about that, but expand. It's like it's like the idea
0: that. of like if I'm getting a pair of like pants, you mm-hmm. know, and they're $50, I need to wear them 50 times, you know, so mm. each wear okay. is worth $1 hypothetically. So for a t-shirt a $100, you can get, you know, 10 cheap $10 shirts that you kind of like that are like, uh, but after 10 wears you kind of throw hmm. it away. Or you spend hundred dollars on a shirt you know you're gonna keep for twenty years. How many times are you gonna wear that more than a hundred probably yeah, you know if you really really like it um and it, if it's it is something worth the investment um so I think that is kind of like a big thing if you know you're gonna wear it a dollar per yeah you know a dollar per wear um so yeah it, it was kind of funny. I was talking to my wife, and she was like, um, she said, yeah, my clothes are worth ten dollars per wear." i like, that's, that's another end of things Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, well, $10 where at one, $100 wear yeah. it $10. Anyways, yeah. but that, that's the idea of like dollar per wear. Yeah. Um, so those are the main three things to me. Okay. Are, I'd say that the story behind it, the emotional significance, the, uh, business end of natural supply and demand, it appreciates in value mm. and also the dollar per wear of like you actually getting long term use of that.
1: Okay. You know? Yeah. Interesting. A lot to think about there, but. I would say it's actually not worth it because when you could be spending $100 on that there's so many other things you could do with it. For example, there's always so many alternatives. For example, if you really like this uh, this t-shirt from like A Fear of God or from you know these certain other brands, well, there's other brands that you can actually get it for cheaper with a similar style and a similar quality. And a lot of these brands too, another big thing, is if you look at um, special releases uh, at like events or even sometimes certain uh, band tees or, or tour tees that, you know, they're charging, you know, like at a Travis Scott concert or something, they could be charging upwards of a hundred for this, you know, puff print t-shirt mm-hmm. or something like that. A lot of times they're using these champion or these gildan tees that you can go buy for literally five to ten bucks. And, and I understand that there's significance behind that and I, and I hear where you're coming from with the, with the emotion behind it. but at the same time, you could be putting that towards another piece. One of the things I think is spend more on bigger pieces personally. So if it's a, if it's a t-shirt if, if you had really wanted this pair of shoes rather than spending this hundred dollars on this t-shirt on this mm. thing that's gonna you know not provide you as much wear because although you may get the dollars per wear, it's eventually gonna wear out faster than on average than a pair of shoes or than a jacket or than a nice pair of pants or something like that so I think you put more towards the bigger pieces and and I when I first started too um, would you know maybe spend more on t-shirts but now I'm more inclined to spend on uh, a nicer pair of pants or a nicer pair of shoes or a, a nice denim jacket or something like that That's going to last me a lot longer and then you could just find a nice black tea or you can just find uh, a vintage tea that's priced a little cheaper and so I think spending more on the bigger pieces Um, and another argument that I've heard is uh, for those of you know who know uh, Virgil Abloh he's you know he started Off-White he is the men's creative director at Louis Vuitton Uh, he's helped with a lot of you know Kanye West uh, Yeezy merch and albums so he's a huge creative and he did a speech at Columbia uh, in New York and he was kind of giving a design speech to the, I think it was the architecture students or the design students, one of the two. He's giving a speech and someone asked when they did the Q&A, you know, how can you design this t-shirt and sell it for 300, 400 bucks? They were like, it's just a t-shirt, like how can you sell it for that much? And his response was, just make your own. He's like, the whole point of Off-White... It wasn't necessarily for you to buy my pieces at this price, but it's to inspire you to also make your own pieces. So you can buy my piece if you don't want, but you go make your own. And so that really stuck with me when I watched that video is if you see something that you like that you could be spending a hundred bucks on, don't, I'm not saying go rip it off. Don't copy the graphic, print it and pretend like it's, you know, a fear of God or an off I'm not saying that, but make your own you can spend that money and buy materials to actually make your own shirt. You could go buy a Gildan or, uh, you know, heavy tee for 10 bucks, 5 to 10 bucks. And then you can go buy supplies. Uh, You can go buy, you know, paint. You could go buy spray paint. You could buy whatever you want and actually customize your own shirt. So it may not be justified to spend that $100 on a pre-made t-shirt when you could actually make your own. And I've done this before and it's actually pretty fun. And I think the only barrier to... Wanting to do that is laziness because a lot of times you're like, I don't, I don't want to do that. So that could be a barrier, but it's actually going to be so rewarding when you do that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So those are my main arguments is there's always going to be alternatives. Uh, there's always going to be other options that are similar, um, no matter where you look and, uh, spend your money on bigger pieces that are going to last you longer, um, like jackets or, or shoes. And then also, you know, use that money and make your own. Or invest it in something else and you're going to have even more money to, you know, be able to buy those shirts. So I just don't think it's necessarily justified to spend $100 on a t-shirt when there's so many other options for you within fashion to grow your closet, expand your closet, get more uh, use out of it. Yeah, Um,
0: I I think, too, it also might be a regional thing because if you think about it in, like, California where it's, like, hotter, you wear t-shirts so much more often and they're a lot more visible Mm. Uh, whereas if you live in like somewhere that's cold, like I don't know, like Seattle or something like that to where it's like always raining mm. and it's not just a t-shirt, um, like it, it, you'd wear like a hoodie over it or like a jacket. So people don't only see the t-shirt, whereas like we're based in Sacramento. So if you know how, how often it's a t-shirt weather throughout the year here to where that, that is the bigger piece. You know what I mean?
1: Okay.
0: Um, so I, I can, I take that into account depending Mm -hmm. on like geographically where you live, what the weather is like there, how often t-shirts are kind of like the main center of, of your outfit. Um, and also too like considering that, like the whole thing with Virgil, like it is an art piece, you know, sure. You can say like, it's just a piece of cloth, but a lot of people like this is, more than just um like fabric stitched together, it is like mm-hmm. a extension of verbal ver Virg- Virgil, Virgil himself. <laughs> yeah, it's extension of verbal, verbal Virgil the gerbil. <laughs> um, it's an extension of him himself in an art piece okay. that he's putting forth. So it's like wearable yeah. art that we're wearing. You know what I mean?
1: I, I see where you're coming from with the regional and the art, but at the same time, so two responses to the regional part. I think. First of all, I see people in hot places, Sacramento. You know, um, when I have friends in Arizona who wear it's mad hot, they're still wearing hoodies when it's ninety, hundred out there. So,
0: is that just Fit picks though, or ex- is that that's like, what, But that's what I'm saying. That
1: like, that's what I'm saying is is FitPix because they're wanting that hoodie as opposed to that t shirt. And at the same time, think of if you spent a hundred dollars on a single t shirt, how many you could buy multiple t shirts that you like and can also get use use out of like um let me think of an example so like uh Ch- chinatown market for example they mm-hmm. make like lower price teas too that you could buy for less where you would uh have spent over a hundred bucks on a fear of god tea or you would have spent over a hundred bucks like off-white tea is three to four hundred dollars we're not even just talking a hundred dollars anymore so you could go buy multiple t-shirts that you like and even even the the h&m's the zara's the um urban outfitters those places um you can get t-shirts for under that have like cool graphics or that you'll like and it is true that they may not last as long but you're still gonna get the dollar per wear because you'd still wear them a lot and it may even be less than a dollar per wear and and i think that those are are good alternatives because at the end of the day i'd say 70 to 80% of the time, the t-shirt isn't the main focus of the outfit. You can make it like that, but at the same time, people are going to be looking at sneakers. People are going to be looking at shorts. So I guess it also depends on what you're trying to draw the eye to. But yeah, I think that... And with the art piece too, I do agree that it's an art piece. Like your clothing is an art piece. So wouldn't you want to buy an art piece that one is like more material, like a jacket or like, you know, sneakers or something like that. I know sneakers are smaller, but the shirt, you know, is thinner material overall and... And have it last you longer because it is an art piece, and I just feel like I'd rather have a a, a cool jacket or a pair of pants or shoes or something like that that is my nice art piece where I can just throw on a t-shirt that goes with anything.
0: Yeah, I guess it depends on how you take care of it because I feel like if you take care of like a t-shirt well, like you hand wash it or do whatever proper care it is, mm. lasts you know could potentially last equally as long as you know you're wearing shoes and you're. Walking through the mud, you're, like, scraping the the yeah. soles all day by just walking around. Um, so also, too, like, another thing to take into mind is the whole, like, uh, fast fashion aspect yeah. and the whole, like, um, eco-friendly mm-hmm. to where it's, like, spending on, – only having one shirt is so much better for their environment than, um, you know, 10 shirts, for example – uh, because you know, like, but you you've seen the thing, mm. the thing where like fashion is like the second biggest like polluter, polluter. or yeah. something like that. So you can say like having less but better is also like not only style stylistically yeah better or like uh, more justifiable, but also like better better for the earth. Yeah, you know.
1: That sounds nice in theory, but I think people who are buying these $100 shirts aren't just buying one. Like I, I know, like if you and I were to, we probably would, but how often do you see these hype beasts that have these shirts, but they have 20 of them? You know, I I don't know. Just personally, I think it's like a nice idea to sound, well, you're going to be buying less if you buy it, but I don't think, I think it actually causes you to want to buy even more. And if you're buying these $100 shirts, then you can obviously afford it. And so you, in general, I, I think you can afford more. And I mean, I just go back to where Where I am in in UCSD, for example, and I see people walking around the campus and I see the people who are wearing that nice stuff and then I see them again and again and they're wearing different things and they're all expensive. So I think, and uh, and t-shirts a lot of times. So I think it sounds nice in theory to say, well, you're going to buy less and it's going to be better for, you know, the eco-friendly, but I think that it just, people just want to buy more and not even to mention, hold on, not even to mention, (laughs) what about the people who want or who like that shirt or you know, who want to have access to that, but they can't afford it. It's a barrier of entry. And like Virgil said, it it, it causes you to make your own, which I think is a good habit. And, and it's a good idea to, to find alternatives. It's the hunt. It's when you go to the thrift store and you find a shirt for five bucks that, you know, would have cost you a hundred bucks if you just went and bought it. And so I think it causes you to hunt and causes you to become more active in your fashion journey, which we're all about here. And so I think, that barrier to entry of the price point, which a lot of people can't afford, you know, a hundred dollar shirt, it causes them to actually get more active in their fashion search. Whether it's thrifting, whether it's going on Grail and finding a, a cheaper shirt uh, that they can get use out of. So I think it also allows you to become more active and eliminate that barrier to entry.
0: I I will, for me it sounds like you're saying like the t-shirt is the gateway drug and the expensive no, know, clo- clothing to where you know you buy a $100 t-shirt next thing you know you spend $1000 on a jacket. Right. I I don't think that's the case for me personally. Uh to where it's $100 which is a significant investment. I'm not saying it's not, but because it is so significant, you need to step back and really like reflect and think about like is this a wise purchase? You know, is this something that is going to last me so long? And before you find that shirt that is worth a hundred dollars, you have to say no to so many. You know, so mm-hmm. once you do find it and you're set on it so you've been searching. and you buy it, it is like worth it. It does cause you to research more and kind of get into uh, you know the industry a little bit more, know more about that brand in order to um,
1: justify buying it, you know. Okay. Does that make sense? That makes sense. I see where I see where you're coming from. I guess we'll just have to let the people decide.
0: Yeah. Like like I said, you know. We're not telling you what we believe
1: We're not telling you what you Um, believe, but you know, I think my argument was pretty strong.
0: Is it uh, or you can vote? (laughs) Comment below. (laughs) No,
1: but um yeah. Sweet. That was uh Is it justified?
0: Is it justified? Ongoing conversation. You guys can decide for yourself, is it justified? We're not telling you to spend $100. We're not telling you not not to. Um But these are just some of the thoughts that we have. I think that went pretty well. I like that.
1: Yeah. I really like this segment. I think What's good about this segment is we're really, um, we don't have all these points written out. You know, we have our main things, but it's really an organic conversation that, you know, is a debate. And so it's a conversation worth having. It's a conversation you know? worth having because this is a really big question. I see people raging in, for example, I see people raging at Jerry Lorenzo, you know, the, the fear of God designer, in his thing saying, how can you charge this for this? And, and there's not always. An answer for that at least readily to someone who's not into it and so now you've heard both of our sides. Yeah. you decide what you
0: like but the real question is how much you spend on that t-shirt
1: the real question you want to know <laughs> i spent 50 bucks on this no way i did i bought it i bought it uh when i bought it two years ago i bought it on grail used that is another point in my conversation i didn't even bring up <laughs> but you can if, if there's a shirt that's usually more expensive Consider buying it used. I know it sounds gross, but people buy vintage and that's heavily used. And so they kind of think of it like that. So that, that's grill.
0: another, is it justified? That's
1: another, another, is it justified? But yeah, I bought this used for about 50 bucks. So, ha.
0: I'm not glad <laughs> I thought that would support my argument.
1: I, hey, you know, <laughs> backfired on you. <laughs> that's, is so it justified? It. But anyway, there's always cheaper alternatives. Okay. Next segment <laughs> is a pretty fun segment. I think this is probably the most fun segment. Um, and it's called Wear, Tear, or Share. And so this segment is we're going to break down a few different outfits that we found online and say if we would wear it, tear it, or share it. And what that means is wear it is we would like it. Yes, we would wear it. Tear it means nah. That is a whack fit. I don't like it. That's trash. That's (laughs) trash. And share it is I appreciate it. I like it, but I personally wouldn't wear it. You know, I'd share it. I'd give it to someone else. And so how this is going to work is Nick and I have both chosen two outfits for the other. We have not seen them. Nick has not seen the ones that I've nope. chosen for him, and I have not seen the ones that he has chosen for me. And so we're going to reveal them right now, um, and we are going to post them on Instagram when we release this podcast, on our Instagram, at Denim. So make sure right now, pull out your phone when we're doing this segment, go to our Instagram, unless you're driving, do not pull out your Drive phone. Drive safe. Drive safe, please. Um, but pull out your phone, go to our Instagram at Burn Denim so you can follow along. We're going to explain the so over the podcast and you can see them in real time. So it's sort of an interactive segment yeah. with the viewers. And also, speaking of that too, we are working on creating a YouTube. So hopefully you can watch along that. We're recording right now. We're hoping it works. Um, and... So go to our our YouTube and there will be information in our Instagram on the YouTube as well. If yeah. you'd like to watch our podcast. Yep. Because I know people enjoy that. So we'll edit it in somehow. We'll right? edit it in. We'll and be so there when we But yeah, it. we're going to explain the outfits that we've chosen and we're going to give. Um, when I show Nick uh, the outfits I've chosen for him, he's going to tell me if he would wear a shirt. And then I would say if I wear a tarot shirt and he's going to show me yeah. uh, his and we'll do the same. And yeah, so make sure you pull out the Instagram at Brent and so you can follow along and see the outfits right now. So, Nick, do you want to start off and show me the outfits that you have chosen for me? Yeah, I got you. I'm kind of excited. I've really never seen these before. This is not gimmick. These are for the first time. So,
0: I'll explain it. Yes. I'll let you say what you think, and then I'll say my thoughts after that. Sounds good. Cool. So, right here. Oh, Okay it's it's uh, uh i kind of like it it's interesting So
1: explain, explain the fit for people who so, can't access instagram enough.
0: basically i'll start from the bottom going up so he's wearing the louis vuitton trainers the white mm. and green colorway those are fine. and then he uh for his pants he's wearing like a um military jumpsuit mm. type thing but the top isn't on it's tight around his mm, waist yeah um moving up he has like a vintage bob marley tee i want to say and then this green military uh like satchel and then like a sweater tied around like his um neck so the the picture is from a guy called ray g maya he's a like into fashion just like uh, Mm streetwear, youtube videos different things like that
1: um so what do you think what are your thoughts on this Mm, this is this is a for sure wear for me where i actually really am into baggy right now pants um and you know it's big right now but when the whole when the whole phase of, you know, when Nick and I first met, of skinny jeans and ripped jeans, I would wear them, but I didn't like it so much. I'm a skinnier guy, and, like, I know skinny jeans just look good on skinny guys, but I just personally didn't like skinny jeans, so I'm really all into the baggy look. Yeah. So the pants, I, I mean, the pants, which is the jumpsuit, I'm actually really digging how he, like, tied it around. The tee fits nice on him. The, the, the shoes work. I like how he has the bag and how he has the hoodie tied around as, like you know, kind of the fashion statement and even like the rings and braces and stuff too. I think he really ties it together well. This is definitely a wear for me. I, I really am into this baggy sneakers aesthetic with the, you know, kind of oversized tee. So I'm, that's it's a wear. good
0: background too. It is a good background. I don't background. even know it's like graffiti in the background. I know, yeah. But for me, I'd
1: say it's definitely a wear. Yeah. I think
0: what is so fire is the jumpsuit. Yeah. That's like tied that is, around, like the, cool. the workwear jumpsuit tied around the waist. I was like actually on eBay for like looking for one, but... I don't that's know. Sick, it's just right? sizing yeah. is so weird. I haven't bought in, bought in one yet, but maybe that's we'll dope. see. And also the mix between like the whole vintage and military <laughs> yeah. aesthetic with the Louis Vuitton trainers. <laughs> yeah, like it's that a good, is cool. Good actually, like combination.
1: That is um, cool. How he like puts the high fashion. Yeah, with the, that's yeah. Dope. So that's uh, right, That's, that's a the wear. first outfit. Nick is you know batting a thousand right now. You ready for okay. the next one? Yeah.
0: All uh, right, <laughs> So the Instagram page that I got this from is know. a page called Grandparents. It's literally just pictures of. Older people.
1: And okay. sometimes
0: they'll, they'll have a fit. So let me know what you think about this one.
1: Oh, my gosh. Do you want to describe? This man, okay. Yeah, I can describe this. He's wearing some Asics trainers. Look a little beat. He's wearing some... Looks like wool distressed? gray socks. Yeah, they're distressed. He's wearing some black cargo shorts and a, <laughs> and a navy button-up with a green shirt under and the bucket hat that's kind of gray. And it's this older slim santa looking dude sitting on a park bench wow you have given me a lot to think about this one right here tell me why oh (laughs) tell me why there's some young dude who could pull this off yeah it's controversial Uh, i know that this is a good one um i'm gonna actually surprise you and i'm gonna go with share i think he was thinking i would go tear and the reason i'm gonna go share you guys will see this picture and you might be like, what? The reason I'm going to go share is actually because Asics, New Balance, those are kind of in right now. And the yeah. old trainers, like the New Balance 5, I think, 5-somethings, They, you have a few pair right, of New, New Balance. Balances, yeah. 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 So those are like in. And although I would, you wouldn't catch me, you know, wearing this ever, I think the <laughs> socks also actually are kind of nice. He has, the, he has the wrinkles on the socks. You know, like in elementary, everyone makes sure their socks like wrinkle nice. Is pull them socks, and then, and then now. He Yeah, down. you pull them up and scrunch them down. And I feel like there's some skater or something who could pull with the... Maybe if he wasn't wearing the bucket hat, it might be a tear. But I think the bucket hat... The bucket else. hat is
0: fire. That's, that what That's what I'm saying.
1: That's what I'm saying. That's why I am not yeah. saying tear. So I think there is someone who could pull this off. Maybe a skater. Maybe something like that. So I'm actually going to tear. Yeah. What, are, what are you, you going to say? I, I, I go share. Um, oh, I, sorry. I, yeah, sure. Sure, I didn't sure. say that.
0: The only thing that I would not wear is honestly probably the shoes. <laughs> like if they're like some sort of I like. I think someone else would pull it off though. Yeah. If there was something like that, it would be like.
1: and he was wearing yeah. the trainers. The Louis yeah. trainers. <laughs> He's wearing
0: the Louboutins. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think generally it's like a nice, like it's so like random. Cause it's just such a normal, like average guy thing. But no. I feel like it's. It's kind of like one of those testaments where it's like, oh, if the right person wears it, you know? Yeah. Like you wear the clothes, don't let the clothes wear you. Yeah. So I think it's definitely like a share. Um, someone can definitely pull this off, but yeah. not me. So yep. yeah, that's Sweet. I-
1: Well, now it's my turn. You ready, Nick? Yep. Wear a share. <laughs> I'm really excited. All right. Here is the first fit. I can explain it. Okay, <laughs> okay. so it's Kanye getting out of the car, right? And he has some distressed levi's with the pockets coming out of the rips he has uh i think it's martin rose fleece hoodie and some unreleased yeezy boots so nick what do you think i honestly would probably share
0: it Hmm. just because the bright yellow shoes probably are just too much for me Too much yeah i mean like it's cool and i think it fits kanye and it's like a good aesthetic for for him but i i don't know like uh i'm one of those people that's kind of like a subtle person so if i'm walking around with big yellow boots that kind of draws a lot of attention yeah so it's like i don't know if that's okay if i would wear it but i think it's cool
1: you know you like the lamborghini in the background yeah i'd wear wear that i'd wear that okay Um, so yeah what do you think for me this is just a 100 percent absolute wear this is my whole the yellow i I love it but i used to have the yellow shoes remember the yellow prestos i wore Remember yeah. the bright yellow pesos? I'm what? into bright shoes. Like I'm into subtle uppers and bright shoes. You know, I have the orange off whites. I have. Um, we to have a lot of bright say? shoes. Would you say you're into fruity colors? <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> I am. And pause. no, but these uh, pause. Uh, but I love this fit just because I'm. I'm really digging fleece right now, and I like how he also has the, the the fasteners, the Titan. You know, like in jackets, how it like tightens around the waist. The fleece looks really nice and how it actually covers the mouth and it's a whole fleece hoodie. And then I'm really digging the jeans, the distressed with the rip Mm -hmm. at the bottom. If you look towards the the shoe, it's like, you know, I mean, girls tend to do it a lot, but like how it's in the back and then cut in the front. Yeah. I'm really into that and how the pockets are coming out. And then I really like these shoes. People hate on Yeezy's designs a lot. I mean, I'm not just trying to ride everything. I'm not down with everything he does, but... I like the sole on this, Um, and I I actually do like the yellow because I think it's not a neon. It's just like kind of a pastel yellow. I really like it. And so, yeah, this, I would definitely wear this. I mean, it probably wouldn't look as good on me because I'm just a skinnier guy, but still. Yeah, it fits his
0: body type. It's still,
1: I would still wear it because I just really enjoy it. So, yeah. Yeah. Next fit.
0: I don't don't know what to expect. I'm ready.
1: Nick, why don't you go ahead and explain this fit? (laughs) (laughs) What? um this is the best
0: so i'll start from the bottom (laughs) um he's just wearing some white uh shoes i don't know i don't know what they are i think
1: think, yeah i don't know what they are but there's some white shoes
0: uh do you know what brand this is
1: no i really don't i don't think it's a brand i think well i think it might have been at a as a runway or something you know how runways are weird but you guys, you, this extremes. is where you really need to log on to Instagram right now and check it out because it's hard to there's explain. There's
0: no words. So uh, there's some sort of like white shoes, uh, like white pants. They look like a sweats material. And then going to the top, it's just a whole bunch of colorful gloves, <laughs> like gloves hanging from this man's oh, my gosh. suit jacket. Yeah, and then around hot. his neck, looks like there's two <laughs> white arms holding him. Yep. Um, tightly. Mm-hmm. So I would definitely have to go with tear. <laughs> the I first mean, tear of the, the day, first people. The I mean, first tear of the pod. Person only. This, yeah. this is um, definitely a runway thing to where it's an extreme yeah. of a potential trend, but I have zero clue how you can walk on the street and be comfortable with this.
1: Yeah. Well, that's your opinion. My opinion <laughs> is also going to be a strong tear. I did this one, you know, as a joke, of course, but hold on. Why does this guy kind of pull it off? His ears kind of match. No, but um, it's, yeah, you're definitely never wearing this. I mean, maybe you are. Maybe if you have to clean a house. Maybe you, have to, you house. have to clean the house. You have to clean the house. It is the Corona late. fit. You're not trying to touch anything. <laughs> one of those is a robotic arm, but yeah. You're going to see it. Uh, you know, check out the Instagram. That's to, like gonna, uh,
0: your your mom just pulled in the driveway. You didn't take the chicken out or clean, yeah. out, clean up. So yes. you just got to do everything real quick.
1: So this is a definite tear on this fit because it got to go. It yeah. cannot stay. Couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. So there you have it, people. Wear, tear, or share. That's kind of just a real fun segment. I, I, I like that one a lot just because we really – obviously, by Nick's reaction, you could tell he never saw that picture before. I've never seen that. Um, And so, yeah. So – that yeah. is our opinions on some outfits. Be, be sure to check out the outfits that we just discussed on the Instagram and our YouTube in the future. Yeah.
0: So comment below on the on the Instagram and YouTube. What you think? Like if you'd wear it? If you're like, man, you guys, you guys missed the mark on one. that one. That
1: one's Yeah. Or that one's trash. I like
0: I like that glove. Yeah. Like so that.
1: we're gonna post the pictures individually, um, or as a collage. We don't know yet, but one of the two. And you know, comment, feel free to comment below. Give us some feedback. Would yeah. you wear, tear, or share? Because again it's all about the burnt denim community it's not just us it's a conversation speaking at you it's a conversation so make sure you let us know your thoughts right
0: so the next the uh fourth and final segment is called asking for a friend mm-hmm. this segment is just meant to be fun uh where we kind of candidly answer some of your guys's questions mm-hmm. um casually and kind of you know see what you know answer answer what people are wondering yeah you know there's the only dumb question is one that isn't asked right
1: that's true come on yeah. nick professor You're nick like, over no, here come on questions no but yeah we want, we want to like answer your your questions and so like we're hoping to you know maybe put something up on instagram every week right. to ask you but as of right now
0: you know yeah so the, the just... question that we're going over today is this how do i tell my friend that their fit is whack
1: yeah that's a big one now
0: everyone has that friend
1: yeah how do you so that's that's who do i have well <laughs> i have some i can't say names but I have certain friends that used to be friends and that are friends that I'm like, oh, really? You want to wear the mountain vans with that outfit? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm I love you, Todd. But um, no, it's it's a real question. Like, how do you tell your friend that their outfit is bad without being mean? Because you don't want to be mean. That is never the goal.
0: Yeah. You gotta be nice. Part of it's like kind of like also accountability. So it's not even mm. just like roasting them. It's kind it's of not, like, hey, I'm like, trying pull. to help you out. What you doing? What you doing, girl? What you, what you doing, girl? <laughs> what you doing, girl?
1: I mean, oh, an important part to add, actually, I think. This is really important. Yeah. I didn't even think about this until right now. Probably, if you're a guy, don't probably don't tell a girl that their fit is whack. True. Like, unless it's your girlfriend, probably don't. And same... I, girls <laughs> actually, girls can probably tell guys it doesn't matter. But but if you're a guy, don't don't walk up to one of your girls that's a friend, not your girlfriend, but just a girl, and be like, "Yo, you tits back. definitely not. This your is usually though. across the same gender. Is it, at least that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, for this, I would think so. Yeah, so,
0: I wouldn't be like.
1: I mean, we're men, so we think about it more, and I think it's a lot more you apparent.
0: Just go up to a random girl, tell her, like, "You're like, girl, girl what, what you, what are you wearing? wearing? Chunky
1: feelers, girl. Come oh, on, those goodness. chunky feelers. Okay, unless it's feeler disruptors, feel free, blast, blast away. No, but uh, <laughs> no, but uh, I mean, I think about this pretty often and and i think that it's an important question because a lot of guys don't think about their fashion as much as girls do
0: yeah that's
1: true so like girls are going to think about their outfit more guys just throw crap on and bro it's not looking good yeah like if they're wearing like basketball shorts with like you know like the thin basketball shorts that go past their knees (laughs) and then they're wearing like a long sleeve (laughs) tee and like a hat and like some boots i've seen someone wear basketball shorts and boots straight up
0: I just have to it hurt see my it. feelings. I'd have to see it.
1: It actually hurt my feelings. <laughs> but anyway, what, what do you, so that's the, the you know, yeah. we got to answer the question. I, I think
0: one, the, one of the most important things to consider is like, okay, are they even into fashion in the first mm-hmm. place? Like, is this even like an interest for them? Yeah. Because if they're don't like, if they actually genuinely don't care about fashion or like, I'm not trying to impress anyone or I don't need to look a certain way, then it's like, okay, like that's your style. Like do your mm-hmm. thing. You know, who am I to? Hold you accountable to a thing that you don't agree with or believe in. You know what I mean? Right. So I think that's kind of like a big thing to consider. Like, are they even into it? You know, doesn't yep. matter to them in the first place, or are they like on the opposite end? Opposite end. Like they're in fashion and they think that they got it. Yeah, and they're like,
1: that's because that's the, the hard. That's when, when you need like, to let them know.
0: When they're like walking around wearing something trash, and then everyone yeah. is kind of like, "Yo, like what's going what's on?" <laughs>
1: like the they denim. think they think that it's
0: cool but it's like
1: there's a few telltale signs um denim with that's distressed with a pattern under it like a checkerboard pattern that's like under the like rib a or something. or something yeah you know? i don't <laughs> know i'm not down with that but <laughs> yes no nick that nick start off that's probably the number one thing to do if they really don't care about fashion at all you can still tell them hey bro like this self it's not looking good but it's not as important. Like maybe not. Maybe you don't even have to tell them. If they, if they, if you find out that they generally just that's not an interest, then it doesn't really matter because it's, it's not an interest. And, you know? But if it is an interest, that is where it's important to tell them in a nice way. This is not a good outfit, man. If you care about it, this is not a good <laughs> outfit. So the next point that yeah. I could talk about a little bit is um, approach it from like a place of love. So we're all about loving God, loving people, mm-hmm. right? So love. Your neighbor you gotta approach it from love don't straight up go up to them and be like oh your outfit is Boy, you look trash like, bro don't yeah. don't do it like that yeah, yeah i think it's important to once you found out they care about fashion approach it from a place of like love and wanting to help and that can seem annoying sometimes too don't act like a know-it-all like if someone came up to me and was like hey man i know you tried but here's what you should not <laughs> don't don't do that don't tell them what they should do just approach it from a place of love and and be like hey man um this isn't it this isn't you know this isn't it and usually if it's one of your close friends you can be real real with them but just approach it make sure that you always have the mindset of of love and not just trying to dog on them but actually trying to help them trying to you know help them develop their style help them develop um their outfits and if it's something they really care about i needed help with that yeah i really needed help with that i when i first got into fashion my outfits were just terrible i would wear like some button up with some cargos with some i'd wear something terrible and and blake speaking speak of the devil blake he would be like bro this is not the outfit but but he knew i actually cared about it so he would dog on me but then he would actually like he actually really helped me develop my style you know just through seeing what he would wear and we always go back and forth like bro i put you on this no you put me on this but he just like he actually really helped me develop my sense of style yeah and what i'm into and um and it was really helpful because I actually did care about it and I actually wanted that feedback. If someone really wants to develop their fashion, really wants to develop their style, it's important that they get feedback.
0: Yeah, and I think a lot of, uh, a big thing in developing your own fashion uh, style and personal taste is just trial and error. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times when you're kind of experimental in what is next for me or what really fits my body type or Mm -hmm. my personal aesthetic or whatever it is, you need to experiment and do things that normally you wouldn't do. So yeah. times, sometimes when you do experiment, then it's like, okay, that is, that's that's – you're heading in the wrong direction. Yeah. So I think sometimes pushing people back in that way because –
1: They're not going to get it right every yeah, time. Yeah,
0: because although it might look good on like someone else's Instagram when you buy it for mm. yourself and it doesn't fit your that's body. True. And then you're just wearing it – like it, it just doesn't fit your personal style. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or like yeah. this just doesn't fit in with your wardrobe. Or I know like this isn't yeah. kind of like some – it, it doesn't complement who you are as a person, you know. It's I think different different things like that. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head with the does it complement their style? We you can't help a friend out with their style comparing it to your style. Yeah, because if you do that, then you're just going to turn them into you.
0: Everyone's different. Everyone has Bodies a different are style. Different, like tastes, right. are different. tastes are different. Tastes are different. Hobbies,
1: so, all that. Yeah. So if someone's genuinely trying to improve their fashion, their style, and you have experience in that. Don't try to tailor what their outfits should look like according to what you like, according to what you think is good. Yeah. You have to realize what they like and then try to help them with that, even if it's something you wouldn't wear. So the, the last, or the at least my last point would be, um, the biggest thing you can do is offer resources. So what was done for me is when I started getting into fashion, it wasn't a, uh, uh, here's what you need to wear, this, this, this. It's check this out. Check out this Instagram for inspiration on outfits that you like check out this brand check out this video there's tons of resources yeah. on youtube um locust and wild honey is one that i would really recommend he doesn't always put together the best outfits <laughs> but uh but we absolutely they just yeah he's great at yeah. all is great at um, when you're giving people when you're getting into
0: it yeah it's good to kind of got me into it for sure you know, you got to be influenced before you can create for yourself. Exactly. So I think it's good to kind of find exactly. those sources of
1: inspiration, and that's what was you done know? for me. Was, exactly. was giving me resources on inspiration, what I could look at. Um, and that's like, not a example, bad thing.
0: That's not a bad thing.
1: It's not a bad thing. Like, there's a book over sitting right over there uh, that like has inspired me. And it's like uh, one of Virgil Abloh's books that I did for his museum. Like, just looking through that, I get more ideas. So, in- encouraging someone to go on their journey and give them more resources, and they'll kind of align themselves. Uh, You know, pushing back when needed, but also giving them resources. Uh, Don't just say, man, it's bad, and that's the end of it. Be like, hey, man, I know you're getting into fashion, or, you know, "Um, I know you're getting into fashion, but here's some resources to help develop your own style. I'm not going to push you towards mine, but maybe this isn't, you know, this isn't the move, you know, with what
0: they're wearing. Also, two places to buy, I think, is another big thing, because a lot of people just don't know where to look. Yeah. um, Or where to find things that kind of fit what they're into, yeah, you know? So it's like, okay, I only shop at Sun, Then you're only going to be limited to what you're they gonna have, be limited to options. you know, versus, um, you know, so many other places. So I think kind of also like giving them resources, yes, of like where sources of, uh, of influence on uh, different things that they can like look into, but also places that they can buy from, because that gives them a wider option yeah. of things that they can, you know, fit into yeah. or whatever it is. um. So yeah, I'd say that, but it's all about kind of like, you, you don't want to tear them down. You kind of want to build mm-hmm. them up and nudge them in the right direction. So I think it's more so kind of how you say it, not what you say. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I would do. You know, it's all about like, yeah. one, are they even interested in fashion? Do they even care about it? You know, approaching from a place where you're actually trying to support them. Um, and also to like the last one is giving them Potential other alternatives yeah. of what what they could do better. Yeah, not just like
1: it's bad and I Not say, just like
0: that's ugly. There's nothing else you can do about help it. At at all, all.
1: you know, yeah I and, and yeah, and so I mean those are views and I know the person helped me. I know they've helped Nick and so um, Yeah, so that is how you tell your friend their fit is back There's no formula if you're expecting like this is the exact sentence to say it's not that easy It's, it's, it's situational provide resources find out if they even care about fashion nudge them in the right direction, provide places to buy, and um, at the end of the day, approach it from a place of love because they're your friend. And so don't don't just Support the homies. Support the homies. So is that... Did we just do it? Nick? Yeah. Speaking we, of support
0: the homies, we're homies. Support we're the us. homies.
1: Support us. So that is asking for a friend. And that is... We just covered all the segments of our first Dang. podcast. That is so Does exciting.
0: that conclude episode one?
1: That concludes episode one of burnt denim. We are so glad that you all tuned in. Don't forget to like this episode and to subscribe to our podcast, whether you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, we're on Google Podcasts, we're on Anchor FM, we're, you know, any platform you can think of, we are there, I'm pretty sure. And so make sure that you subscribe to the podcast so you can get updated on all of our uploads. And also, don't forget to follow our Instagram. It helps us out a ton when you follow our Instagram. Like
0: repost helps our algorithm. It really
1: does help it. So if you could, please, when we post, um, repost this to your story, get your friends to follow it. Um, We're really just trying to build this community Uh, of burnt denim we love to just have this big family that can just join in on the conversation and eventually we want to start you know interviewing people we don't want it to just be us that's not our vision we want it to be a community so please like repost uh, for all the updates we're going to post those fits we talked about and also stay tuned for youtube um, because we have recorded this on a camera and we are looking to also post it to youtube if you enjoy actually watching us talk about it and seeing us because that's kind of cool too yeah So we are so glad that you listen. We love y'all. We love you.
0: Again, follow the Instagram for any updates. That's where we'll be posting anything moving forward. But yeah, we love you guys. Peace. We out.